You know what that sound means. Welcome back to Just a Tip Off, NBA podcast that linked into the postseason. Oh, just coming off that IR right in time for the playoffs. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's been, been a while. We've had a couple a couple of moves that uh, take up most weekends, and I guess that job thing is important for some of us. And yeah. but we're here. We're coming at you right before the playoffs. They've been set. Regular season ended last night. I notoriously won the fantasy league. Thank you very much. You know what? It's fine. I really didn't want to win this year anyway. You know, it really just didn't feel right that we're even playing. Like, how could we bring these guys back so soon after so little downtime? This is egregious. It's egregious. No, that was good. good win by you. You uh, deserved Pulled it out, man. Pulled it out. And injuries. Injuries were the name of the game that kind of put the name yeah, on nope, the Yeah, nope. Yeah, and we saw quite a few big names go down throughout the season. And people in and out of lineups, obviously AD and LeBron's injury, but Jalen Brown's season ender injury week before the playoffs over, Beals limping in with, uh, with a bad hamstring. Jamal Murray with his torn ACL. Donovan Mitchell going to be ready? No, idea. he hasn't played in about three weeks. No, no, he hasn't, played in, he hasn't played in over a month. So... I'm not sure if that was the uh, like he actually isn't ready because it was an ankle sprain. Yeah. So and they didn't say it was bad, but oh, I don't know if they're just holding him out. I figured they want to get him back in the lineup to try to you know put a little continuity before the playoffs start. I mean, then I know they're the one seed, but you might draw the Lakers here. Honestly, like I hope they know that they're getting by with their de- their defense, which is fine. Their offense is fine too. Like they they cut it down, just kick it out. Jordan Clarkson is unleashed. Like, hey, just go get a bucket. Everybody else pass the ball, beautiful game, whatever. No, Jordan, you get, go get a bucket. Go get a bucket. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, which, kudos for Mike Conley as well for, like, a guy. He's having to bounce back here. I think last year, people, when he came, was underwhelming. And people are like, what did we just do? But this year, I think they, they've shown why, well, why they went out and got Because people don't put enough weight into how long you need to be with a system in order for you to, like, really get the benefits out of it. Mike Conley's a system player. He'll play your system. He just has to like get it down, make mm-hmm. it some muscle memory. I, that I will honestly say, that's one reserve I have against Brooklyn because of the guys that they brought together. Yes, are big name guys. There's no They're true system. It's... The, it, it's even just the basic game. But how well do each of them work together yeah. to accomplish? I think you've got three of the best in the league at go get a bucket. Right. But how does it work? With each other, how does it work with the other guys on the roster? Who, yeah, specifically, uh, it's not. I mean, yeah, I, I think it's obviously they got they lost Jared Allen in that trade, and you know it's DeAndre Jordan and then Blake Griffin's in there, and Nick Claxton seeing minutes now, which I think is good for them for the long run, is that they're getting the young guys playing because I mean, no, BJ's going to get played out of the series. Like I don't know who, how are they going to contain Joel Embiid if they face them? You know, how are they going to deal with? Giannis or Bam Adebayo, or if, if they make it to the finals, then you could have Rudy Gobert, you could have Anthony Davis, you could have Nikola Jokic. You know, you're looking at the matchups like, they'd love to see the Clippers in the final. Oh, yeah. No center. No center on the Clippers. They'd love to see that. Okay, <laughs> who knows? But I'd say that, that's probably, they're looking up and down the Ross. Okay, obviously, you know, they. Selfish. You know, they, they'd love to play San Antonio in the finals, but we all know that's happened. That's not going to happen. But realistically, mm-hmm. a realistic shot, you know, they'd love to see the Clippers in the final because at that point, it's just Kawhi and PG versus Grant, Harden, and Kyrie. Honestly, them not having a center kind of frees them up like the, the Warriors and the Rockets when they were able to utilize it. But keep in mind, both of those teams, even the Warriors – uh, further dominance, who ended up losing that year, I guess. Um, if you fall suspect of a slow-driven offense, you can help reduce those high-potent, low-small-ball offenses without having a dominant center. The Cavs, love you, TT, love you, Manning Fry, but those guys were not like That's true. That's super true. effective centers. So you had to slow them down without actually... You know, sure. I, I think I think the Nets are running Jeff Green as their closing five right. yeah, at the Jeff end of their Green lineup. Minutes. So he's getting big minutes. He's playing. He's playing more meaningful basketball than he has in five years, probably. Well, it's helpful when they got a, 
a little bit of the load taken off. Yeah, no kidding. He's not. He's not going in there like, all right, we need you. We need you a fifteen and ten guy every night. Come on, Jeff. We count on you, boy. Yeah, they're, they're looking <laughs> for fifteen minutes a game, not fifteen points. <laughs> so, as I said, Monday was the last, or Sunday was the final regular season. I think every team played that day. Um, standings, as final, as you guys know, playing system this year. So the top six in the East who are your, I guess, quote-unquote, safe are already, like, put, or, like, hammered in. They're there. Teams, yeah, they're there. Our 76ers got the one seed, Brooklyn Nets at the two, Milwaukee Bucks, New York Knicks. Yeah, New Atlanta. York Knicks, The Knicks what? at a four seed. And literally with the tiebreaker over the Atlanta Hawks, they have the same record. Atlanta Hawks are at five, Miami Heat are at six, and your first play-in game. Boston versus Washington. Your second playing game will be Indiana versus the Hornets. So what we know now is that you're going to have a New York Knicks Atlanta matchup, and you're going to have a Bucks Miami matchup, which I think I'm might be the most in most intriguing. I think the most intriguing matchup is got to be however the playing games play out. There's only one way that this makes it the best lineup for me. Enjoyment wise in the playoffs, and I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't. I know you didn't it's, ask. It's it's the Wizards beating the Celtics. Wizards beat the Celtics. Move up to the seventh seed. Oh, who do you play in the seventh seed? The Nets. The Nets. Oh my God! Just imagine the carnage. It'd be amazing. Oh, Russell Westbrook trying to tomahawk on everybody's head every single play. Yeah, Dude, Brad, 45 shots, getting 55 points. Love, love to see. He it. might, you might. Bradley Beal said he's not 100 percent with the hamstring, so that's going to be big. I, you know, I think you have to play him against the Celtics. Yeah. Maybe you feel it out, and if you think you had, can handle it. Then you sit him the fourth quarter. But without Jalen Brown and, and with the struggles of Kemba Walker, you know, it's kind of outscore Tatum, and you're going to beat the Celtics. I'll say I, I'm worried about Kemba Walker. I think that he has been kind of, you know, a little bit lackluster this year. He's also been hurt. He's come back from an injury. He's had to go through a lot as well. I think playoffs, though, cardiac Kemba ain't no slouch. And it's true. It's just one of those types of things. You make, you give him a shot. He's had to go up again. The only other shot he's had is against LeBron James. Yeah, and that man didn't stand a chance. That's true. That's true. You, know, I would love he, you think about how good those Indiana Pacers and those Atlanta Hawk regular season teams were. Oh. It's like, it don't matter because you know why? You got a one-man wrecking crew in Cleveland, Ohio. Just, this had to be devastating. But, no, this I'm, the Knicks-Hawks matchup, low-key, That's a fun one. That's a fun one. That's I think that's two teams that, if I had to guess, your average NBA fan hasn't seen a lot of their games. Oh, yeah. They don't get a lot of... Even even with Knicks being the New York Knicks, you know they've been so bad for so long. They don't get a lot of prime time slots. We know the Hawks aren't, but you've got this first time All Star in Julius Randle, who's on a number one overall ranked defensive team in the New York Knicks, which is just I guess Tom Thibodeau like that's Tom Thibodeau to a T. And then you got the Atlanta Hawks, who are just going to try to outscore you to death. Because they've got no defense. That's it. And there's a couple of those. So you've got, the, oh my goodness, the, the super defensive Knicks versus the high-potent offense Atlanta Hawks is going to be... If, uh, if the Hawks come out hot, this could, this could be a quick This series could be over for. Yeah, we'll see how... The, so another fun thing, kind of battle of the Youngblood teams. Like these are core teams who are like, our young core is going to be better than yours. And we're gonna... That's true. That's true. It's... Uh, Although... It's, uh, the Knicks do have Taj Gibson, so you know he does bring up that average, <laughs> and Derrick Rose, so that average on the Knicks. But they got experience in the playoffs, which, besides Lou Williams and Clint Capella, I can't really think of many players, and maybe Danielle Gallinari. There's not a lot of players on the Atlanta Hawks team that that has playoff experience. Exactly. So it's, I think uh, you got, and while, and the Knicks are kind of the same way. You just got a couple guys here and there who've been there, and obviously I think Gibson and Rose have a little more experience than the Hawks guys do, especially in the big shot. Mm -hmm. It's going to be playoff problems for some of them. Can I think he's going to revert back to some poor shooting percentages, his previous shooting percentages from past season. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, I don't want that to discount how much of an improvement he's made, which is got to give the dude credit. Was I mean, so th for it. Th third year, third year at this point, you know, the – management and the team's kind of you've seen it for three years now okay now we can really get a sense of of not necessarily what you're going to be but you know 
what kind of like are you going to put in the effort to become the player you're going to be? Do, are, the intangibles can be there in the draft. You can see all like the potential, but at this point, three years in, you know, okay, is this, is this player actually going to work to get there, or are they just trying to go off God-given talent? Right. In the NBA, you can't do that. You can't do it in the NBA. You can't do it in the NFL because guess what? Everyone's got talent. Yeah, some people more than others, but everyone's got talent. Right. You got to work there for a reason. Yeah, right. There's no slouches in the NBA, and that's the same. You know, the same thing I was talking to you about, all these... I went back and I was looking at all the high school top 100 lists, and out of the top 25, less than 10 of the people on the top 25 ranked prospects going out of high school ever actually make it to the NBA. Yeah. Like, you, you, because you have it in high school and in college, you don't mean you're going to make it in the NBA. Yeah, that's so a I think it's a uh, It's going to be exciting to see. You bear it. You know, first, just, first the spotlight's experience. been... Kind of on John Moran and Zion for the last two years. I had a little burst last year in the pu- in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zion was held out and didn't exactly get to make it. And it's like we've always been. I've always been wanting more to see more from him. And I think especially when he got kind of hurt at the end of this year. Thanks a lot, all my fantasy team. Um, it really just kind of summed up the years. Like all right, the the Pels are waiting it out for one more year. See uh, what they get. Yeah, yeah. They- and, Get it? You want Zion to be like healed and rested before you make a playoff push in general. And Brandon Ingram too was out for a bit, so they're on the mend. I'm, I guess they're gonna try to pay Lonzo. You think? Uh, that's a big question. I mean, the, the, the question is: Are are they willing to let Lonzo walk because they're that confident in Gil Walker, Alexander, and Kyra Lewis? Which I think they could be. Um, you like the experience of Lonzo, but at the end of the day, that's a very young team, with the exception of well, they got rid of JJ Redick. But there's not a lot of ex- Stephen Adams and Bledsoe are probably the two most experienced guys on that team right well, they now. Reddick. Yeah, they traded Reddick, but Bledsoe and Stephen Adams are the two most experienced guys on the team, and you could argue neither one of them really fit that team. So I don't want to say they're directionless because they have so much young talent. I just think right now they're just like, trying to man, we, just, we we got to figure out what we're going to do with it. What kind of team are we going to run? So yeah, that is. I'm going to say I, I'm optimistic about their, their chances, but then, speaking of the Western Conference, I guess in, stick with the Eastern Conference. We still have a couple more matchups to talk about. But New Orleans is going to be interesting. We'll get to that. The Pacers, Hornets, I am... I the only reason I'm going to be interested in that one is to see the Hornets. I'm not going to lie. They're a fun team to watch. Miles Bridges just came back from injury. I think if Gordon Hayward can be healthy, um, I think it's... If Gordon Hayward can be healthy, I think they could make the six. If they they beat Indiana and they beat the loser of the seven eight seed, I think they could make the Philly series really fun to watch. Like they're they're a relatively young, fast up and down team with with talent. So I think I think they got a shot if Gordon Hayward comes back. Now if Gordon Hayward doesn't come back. I think Gordon Hayward is this exceptional, amazing player, but he was playing really well was, for the uh, Hornets. I think year. he was averaging like 20 points yeah. again. He was playing really well. He had Boston fans like second guessing their decision at the beginning of the season. Oh, yeah. So I, I think, I think I give this to the Hornets. Um, I think they, I think they want it more. Just the younger guys. I think they want this more. I think the Pacers just look a little like frazzled and burnout, and like, all right, let's just be done with this season. Because Miles Turner's been out forever, and Brogdon, Sabonis, yeah, they've been good, but you just haven't seen. Them. They're not flashy. That's how I feel about um, the Celtics. I feel like if the Wizards can beat the Celtics, which is what I'm hoping for, and I, I think they got a good Celtics shot. fall to play the Hornets. If the Hornets win. Who would you take over the Hornets Celtics? Oh, man. It's tough, isn't it? it? It's tough because, you know, at the end of the day, I think you go down to who's the best player in the series. It's not even the series. Who, who can be the best guy on one night? And if you're looking at Hornets for Celtics, I think you have to put your money on Jason Tatum. Now, with the Wizards, we don't know about Bradley Beal because of his hamstring, but I assume he's at least going to play and a... 80% Bradley Beal, I think, can equal out Kemba, and I think I think a motivated Russ in a one game is can go toe-to-toe with, with Tatum, and then it just comes down to the rest of it. But you look at the Wizards are coming in over 500 in the last 10. The Celtics are coming in under 500. So the Wizards are playing better basketball. So 
I would say in the Wizards-Celtics series, I'd give the edge to the Wizards right now. But let's say the Hornets do beat the Pacers and they go against the, up against the Celtics. That game will be in TD Gardens. Um, I don't know. I, you got to put your money on Tatum at this point. That's, that's fair. That's fair. I wouldn't. I don't blame you for that. Um, Not that the Hornets can't I, do it. I'd love them to do it because I think it'd be fun their to announcer have a, would uh, absolutely blow um, his freaking mind. They're now their best play-by-play announcers in. Although it would be a real straight kick in the nads to go around and face the 76ers the next round, but. It'd be great for a minute. From the spot you're in, you don't care. Yeah, right? exactly. You, you are a young team that, let's be honest, through the majority of that franchise's history, has not been good. Not like I think they have the record for the least wins in the season. They have not been good. So they've had a couple playoff berths here and there. But, you know, with this young core, seemingly your franchise point guard and LaMelo Ball, a bunch of nice pieces, I think you're kind of the underdog. He's like, we have nothing to lose. Because the 76ers, you know, they're expecting and they're people are saying they're going to go like 4-0 against. You know, they're just coming out and they're going to play balls to the walls. Who cares? But they're going to burn out. They're really. playing on house money. Yeah. So at this point, if, if, if they get to the eighth seed, you've won two games already. Philly's coming off having not played in a week. You may, you may take game one. Right, remember two, two, two years ago when Orlando when Orlando took Game One against the Bucks and uh, Brooklyn took Game One against the Raptors. In the same night, the same night, yeah. it was funny. That was and, like, and, funny. And, then, and then those teams went and got won, the, won the next four. Right? Yeah, yeah. They, and then sweep on all. Yeah, accounts. yeah. They they could win a game. <laughs> they won a game. To the Western Conference. That's where things, I think, yeah, are a little bit yeah. more interesting. Yes, I agree. you got the Utah Jazz at one, Phoenix Suns, Denver Nuggets, LA Clippers, Dallas Mavericks, and the Portland Trailblazers with a tiebreaker succeed over the Los Angeles Lakers, who are at the seven, who will be playing a playing game against the Golden State Warriors, arguably the most intriguing playing game. And then the nine is Memphis, who will face San Antonio at the ten. Just want to start with the uh, with the seven eight match playing game because I think I think we're looking at the playing games and that's that's probably the most intriguing one. Lakers, Warriors, LeBron, Steph. It's I'm I don't know how to feel. I'm just excited to watch good basketball and I think that's what we're gonna get. And I think it's gonna be extremely diametrically yeah. opposed, which is even better because that's just fun to watch. The yeah. amount of times I've seen LeBron and Steph go against each other is. Almost too many to count, but every time it's been I must watch. Yeah, I mean, but both teams are riding five and six game winning streaks. The home state Warriors and particularly Curry are playing on another level right now. Obviously, the Lakers are getting guys back from injury. I think LeBron's played what two games back now. So I got a question so, for you. I've got a comparison which I don't know is if it's been made or not, which it's a, a reach, but there are parallels. Did LeBron, Steph matchup or relationship to me is feeling very magic bird-esque. It just feels like there's some kind of like duality to their games but still some kind of like... I, I would, you see what I'm saying? I would agree, but I think there's a little more, not not to say friendship but maybe like kinship between the two where like Laker, like bird and magic, like at a time, you know, like it was... Butting head, like it, yeah. there was never any. Lieber was a shit talking son of a bitch. Yeah, didn't give uh, a fuck. yeah, really. Until like we were on the dream team together, it was more of uh, you know, not I wouldn't say hostile, but you know, they were there, beat each other, and that was it. We're not going to go grab. We're not going to go wine after the game like the guys do now. No, no, I'm, I'm going to shit talk you up and down the court all night, and if I lose, I'm going to. Christian name on the way out. I'm going to say I'll meet you when we play next. And I I, I kind of understand that because I think it makes sense because you think of like the two players who always seem to end up against each other. It's yeah. been Seth and LeBron for the past almost 10, it seemed almost 10 years now. Yep. And you, know, you had Bird and Magic in the 80s. And then, I mean, no one really was against Jordan. Like, like player for player. Like, obviously, you had team against team, but it does kind of feel that same, like, okay, you know, there's team rivalries, but there's, like, okay, the, these, when these two players play against each other, all eyes are on that court. Yeah. I, I, I do I do see where you get that. Multi-time, multi-MVP, multi-champion, 
there's a lot of firepower going on. Already multiple head-to-head finals. With the season that Mr. St- I kind of hate the Warriors so much, but damn it, do I love Steph Curry. That guy, what he does is the, unbelievable. Yeah. The guy is shooting, he is grinding for like 20-some threes a game. Attempts, like a game. Yeah, and he's... He's still maintaining like a 66% true shooting. Yeah, he's... The guy can make buckets. And they're not easy threes. They, no. re- they really aren't. No. They really aren't. Um, so who do you give the edge to? Who's winning this game? Oh, man. Without playoff picture in mind. Without playoff picture in mind, I think... I have to say Lakers, because... LeBron came back. He looked pretty good. Anthony Davis is starting to find his rhythm. I think there are more, like, knowns for the Lakers. Like, you know LeBron's going to play. You know AD. And you know Curry's going to play over the Warriors. But, like, Andrew Wiggins could give you 8 or 38 on a given night. And you really don't know. He's, and he's, like, the second guy on that team in terms of scoring. And you might get a complete bud out of him. This, this is his first season. Experience. This is true. It's this game. I will also say he has become a very, very usable lockdown defender. I'd be cur- I'm curious to watch him go up against LeBron James because I think that's who he will be guarding. And I'm going to just yeah, go out yeah, on yeah, and I, say I'm still probably going to have a monster stat, but I'm curious to see if he gets any blocks, if he gets any steals, yeah. what his how his role is. Because yeah. you're right, he's going to be fresh playoff match. Mm-hmm. This is this is going to be a first for a yeah. lot of people, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I, I think I think you get you get in the line. I think uh, AD versus whoever they put on win the AD. Uh, I'll be interested to see how they play that. If they want to put Draymond on him or they put Draymond on someone like Kuzma or something like that. I think Alex Caruso and KCP are just going to chase Curry around all night. Curry's going to get his, but I don't think they're going to make it easy by any means. I think Caruso is a, a fringe defense, all defensive team this year, fringe third player, third team all defensive this year. He's played really well defensively, and he's starting to contribute. And and he's a guy that you know LeBron trusts. Like that's that's I think that's like better than people think. Is like are like are you in a playoff series? Like, is he going to be out there in the final five minutes of the game? I think he is this year. Uh, yeah. I don't think he has been in the past. I think he might be this year. One, one development yeah. I've been very excited to see is Alex Caruso, which he was a fun guy in general. The Bald Eagle, love the dude. But now he's pretty much a, a very competent like NBA professional. <laughs> like yeah. He is. Dante DiVincenzo, another one of those guys I'm going to be excited to see. And I know we're, I'm pigeonholing on my white, white boys here, but... I think that he's also just making smart plays. Like, he's literally just... Yeah. And thank God they're bouncy. I think it'll be interesting to see, I think, with the Lakers. I don't think we're going to see it this first game, but the first series, assuming they get there, right? They got to get it one out of two. And I I think they'll be able to take care of, like, the next team if they lose to the Warriors. But when they get in a series, depending on the matchup, it's either Phoenix or Utah. Um... What are they going to do with the center position? Because you brought in Drummond. Harrell has not been the same way he was last year. Mark Gasol at times has looked like the best of the three, and then there's times where he's a D and D. And I don't think you know yet what they're doing at that center position. I don't, I don't necessarily need to know. Obviously, exactly. Obviously, I think that's the key yeah. right there. You just said it because they don't need to know. They just need to be ready because it really. Yeah. We're looking at this this uh, standing sheet here, and I could see the Lakers playing. Four different teams in the next two games. Yeah. And honestly, it's like, okay, well, that's... Yeah. What do you do for four different teams? You have four different centers. Yeah. You have four different lineups. You have... Honestly, to be a Swiss Army team is what they're starting to have to do. Because you'll yeah. notice that Braun doesn't necessarily stack himself around shooting teams anymore. Because he's not always driving... To kick out, he's yeah. also got some dunkers, some lobbers, some lob threats, some shooters, yeah. some defensive players, and these all are different weapons that he's trying to spread out. Because over the course of the game, he's mapped out. All right, we need to get a certain number of these, certain number of these, certain number of these, and we can beat him in these areas. I mean, the thought behind what he does. So I'm curious as to if they're pigeon like from now when they're making the decision who they want to play. I, I think the only thing I. I think Marcus Gasol, if, if they had to play a center, 
at the end, and I'm thinking like maybe in more. I, I think if they had to play a center, they'd probably pick Mark Gasol. Who do you think starting they, against the Warriors? Starting against the Warriors, are they starting Looney? Kevon Looney because Wiseman's oh, out. Yes. It will be Steph Curry. I think I think Drummond starts. Juan Toscano Anderson is who? What is he playing for them right now? He's playing. Let's see. Power forward. So he's their power forward. I'm gonna guess they would not want to put him. Oh, on. and Ubre's out too. I forgot about Ubre. Yes. I think I think Anderson's playing there at three unless Kent Bazemore is because they need you know, Curry, Wiggins, Draymond at the four, Looney at the five, and then it's either Bazemore or Scotto Anderson. Scotto Anderson. I, I think Kevon the Kevon Looney yeah. coming off the bench. Yeah. Eric Paschal still hurt. Nico Mannion's not seeing the floor. Pool. Might see the floor. Yeah. Only he'll be back up a little bit. Damian Lee and Alex Smart. Yeah. Not yeah. I, th- I think. I think they. Uh, I think they'll start uh, Drummond and play it from there. Uh, I don't know. I, it, again, I don't think center matchup is the biggest thing here. Um, it's be a factor. It will, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's going to come down to. I, th- I think going to come down to AD and LeBron against Curry and Wiggins, and I think the X factor is Wiggins, because just because his his variability is so large, you know what you're going to get out of the other three. You don't know what you're going to get out of Wiggins. Yeah. So. But, oh my God! I forgot Jared Douglas on this team. Oh, the Lakers. Yeah. 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 All right. Well. After that, I know it's hard to come off of the Lakers and we can't kind of break ourselves away. <laughs> uh, Grizzly Spurs, what do you got? Uh, n- neither one is per- oh, the Spurs aren't playing great. They're two in their last eight versus the Grizzlies are six and four. This is such a toss up because neither team has consistently played well over the season. Yeah. You see Spurs where each team can score 140, and then you see games where they struggle to score 90. It's a real hit or miss. Yeah. Um, Grizzlies obviously have I mean, their own I, issues. Yeah, like they so uh, Triple J just came back and he's not fully healthy yet, and nor has he really played a lot. Um, it's gonna it's a tough fit for him right now. It takes time for them to come back into the swing of things, so to speak. Which I get bringing him back. They do have a playoff potential shot, which. To be fair, let's say best case scenario, they make it through when this game went to go up against either the Warriors or the Lakers. Both good experienced teams you want to have in the in the playoffs to see how it goes and test your might. If they were to upset either of those teams, how crazy would that be? That'd be nuts. I would be shocked. I think the only way that the Jazz or the Suns get upset is no. I'm saying the Warriors or the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. I think they. Yeah, I think those are the ones. Oh, like the Warriors or Lakers get upset by exactly. Oh. They'd have to get there first. That oh, one That's of those true. one of those teams could theoretically lose twice. That's true. I'm, I right. It's so unfathomable. Yeah, that those two teams lose twice. But I could see the the Grizzlies pulling up the upset. Morant has to kick it into overdrive or something because what what he's doing right now is fine. He's getting the job done, but he's starting to get some comparisons to Hakeem uh, Noah for his three point shot. It's compare, not that it, bad. It, I know, I know. I thought it was a little. It doesn't bit. have side spin on it. <laughs> it's not good, but no, but is, that's uh, never the type of player he was. No, which so. which is fair, which is fair. But it's just funny to see how things come to light now because it's what. He's not been very good at for a while, but no one's really talked about it. And now it's like, all it's right. It's because no one talks about the Grizzlies. They're just like, <laughs> Except Chris Vernon. Mill, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> just mill the road. Mum's the word. Five hundred, Barely over 500. And yeah. And that's... Uh, that's the Grizzlies. <laughs> that's, that's, that's most sports in, but the, now mid- that's the, Spurs, most sports in the Midwest. Well, we have not seen a resurgence from the Spurs since 2014. I guess 2017 was the... Kawhi's last year there, but well, I think they're finally starting to transition to their young guys. Marcus Aldridge is gone. I think besides Demar Derozan and 
biggest Rudy Gay off the bench. We're starting to finally see the crop of older players on that team move out and all the younger guys starting to keep playing time and actually starting to run this club, which, you know, is a, kind of a new thing for Greg Popovich to be doing, right? Because he had he was playing the same starting lineup for like 15 straight years. It seemed like <laughs> it's refreshing. So. I'll give him that. But you got he he stepped into a very good situation in having Tim Duncan and oh yeah, by the way, David Robinson and then, oh being able to draft well with Tony Parker and manage Nobly and guys like that, Bruce Brown, even that. But regardless, it was a hell of a run, and I think coming back to the current situation that they're in. They've got good pieces, but I'm wondering what, because they're very much into development. Develop your players, develop your players, develop your players. I'm curious if they, they're going to make any more moves, like large, any large-scale moves. I'd like to see, when they made the DeRozan trade, I thought that that was a good move for them, but what they've done since hasn't really panned out to what I think that they could have done to get the most out of, I guess, their situation. And maybe that was just a sidestep. I actually, what did, what else did they, did they get anything else besides Jakob Pertl, DeMar DeRozan? Nope. Nope. They got nothing. Maybe a meaningless pick. And again, it was, was from say, the Raptors, it, so it's not going to be that good. Any- oh, this year would be pretty good. But the past couple of years, it wouldn't have been that good anyway. So, I don't know. I think... I think the Spurs are in the boat with a lot, a lot of teams in that you have young players and you're just bad because you have young players. I know that, know that the seemingly that seems like it sums up like half the league, but realistically, like you look at the team, Houston, Oklahoma City, Wolves, Kings, Pelicans, I throw San Antonio Spurs and Grizzlies in there, Pistons, Magic, Cavs, Bulls, Hornets. Right? They're all 10 seed or below. Yep. They're all not good. And they're all stupid young and barely any of them have any veteran players who are leading the team and playing meaningful minutes. This is what it is. You're young. That's it's going to take some time to develop. We will have an entire conversation right. about drafting. Because, because it, there's, it, there's, there's a lot yeah. to happen. Because if young star potential was extremely good, then the Pelicans would be in the playoffs. They're but they haven't Yeah, I yeah. I would I would say physical people on the roster because Oklahoma City clearly has something else going. But actual people on the roster, no one's got more young youth talent than the Pelicans. Hey, we're one and nine, bro. Chill out, okay, see And one at one and nine in your last ten. <laughs> so when when SGA got hurt, they have gone. Third, something like three and twenty-seven since um, Jake Gillis Alexander got hurt. How I know three, they, like three and twenty-seven. When he was playing, he they was were good. a five hundred team. They were a slightly above five hundred team. He's and a good player. He is. He's a very. That is their future. That is who they're going to be relying on. And I'm so excited to watch him play. But they literally just shut down Al Horford too. They're like, hey. We appreciate what you're doing, but yeah, they say they say they're like, oh, we, we, we had this figured out at the beginning of the season. At the beginning of the season, we had this written down like we're not going to play the last 20 games, 30 games of the season. I was like, cool, all right, okay, I'm good. I'll, I'll dig it. I'll dig it. So I guess the uh, the other two matchups that we know in the West are we know that the Clippers have a rematch against the Mavericks. And that the Blazers play the Nuggets. Now, both of these series, I think, are intriguing. I think the Denver-Portland one is a little more intriguing because you just can't count out Damian Lillard. And well, and Jokic just playing at an all-time level, probable MVP, and Michael Porter Jr. stepping up. But I think that that series could go the distance if Damon CJ are flamethrowers. Do you remember the series two years ago between... The, uh, oh, was it two years ago? I think so. It was the, the series in which I think it may be a second round matchup. The Nuggets, Trailblazers. The winner moved on to face the Warriors in the 
Western Conference. And the Blazers won that series, right? The Blazers did win in seven. In seven. Because they they beat OKC in the first round that year because Damian Lillard had the bye-bye shot from 50 feet out. So it was a bad shot. No, it was not, Paul. I'm sorry. sorry. I agree. That is a bad shot. No, it is not. For everybody in the league except for Damian Lillard and Stephen Curry. Other than that, also, it's a tie game, right? Yeah. It's a tie game. It's not like you... Okay, that would have been a questionable shot, I think, had you been down. It was a tie game. You had nothing to lose. You really could... It, honestly... You, those, had, you had five more minutes in overtime. It's what we call the go-ahead shot. So, like, yes. do you. Make yeah. it. Go for it. Yeah. I'm excited to see that one. Who do you got? Who, who do you got? That's right. a series, bro. That's a series. That's a... That's, it, it is. That's it gonna is. That's going to be a knockout drag-out, because they've got literally... It's 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 oh, kind of this is gonna be great. Excuse me, it's kind of the opposite. It's it's your backcourt yeah. versus your front court. Yeah. It's CJ and Dame in one end of the court, and then the complete MPJ. opposite <laughs> style of ball, MPJ and Jokic on the other. It's it's interesting. I mean, um These playoff matchups. Oh boy, and look at that, four five. The the matchup last I wanted year. Last year, and they might oh my goodness. Without without Stop Porzingis getting hurt. You don't know what happens. Luca was playing. Luca and KP were playing really well. Now this is obviously another year of camaraderie and figuring it out for the Clippers, and people are still high on the Clippers to come out of the West. Um, it's going to be interesting. I think I, I give it to the Clippers, but a six-game series, if I had to guess, I think I think Luca at home is going to be able to take take a game at least. I hope so. I think it'll be fun to see them give them a run for the money again. I do agree. I think the Clippers will edge them out. Although, I'm less confident that, I mean, just from last year, it's hard not to think about. They almost lost that series. Yeah. They almost lost that series. And they blew and then a seven-game seven seven, a 3-1 lead. Which is just bad, but... All right, all right. It's gonna. I'm still giving. I'm. I'm gonna take the high road. We're gonna go with the Clippers. They're gonna win. But if the Dallas Mavericks do win, I gotta. I'm not gonna be mad. I'm not gonna be mad. I'll be like, all right, you guys really. Fun. Here's a question. So look at kind of Mavericks, not so much, but Clippers, yes. Portland, yes. Denver, yes. Utah, yes. Warriors and Lakers, yes. Playoff experience. Suns. Chris Paul. Jay Crowder. The only two on that team with real, only two players who play meaningful minutes who've had real playoff experience. You're right. It First is Jay for Crowder, Booker, who is, who is the one who is bringing that team together. He's Jay Crowder for MVP. So, so how is this team going to fare? Because they will either have to play Lakers or the Warriors. It's, uh, it's going to be interesting. Um, and I would rather play the Warriors. I, 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 would, I would agree. But I, I would agree. But, I mean, I'm just interested to see how these... Obviously, they had a good regular season, but we've seen teams have great regular seasons and fall through the playoffs. Look at one of my favorite teams as prime example of that in recent years, the Bucks. Yeah. We're getting to the Bucks. Guess what? Oh, Guess what? Re- regular getting. season doesn't mean shit. We're getting Right? <laughs> you need to be in one of the top eight spots, and then that's all that really matters. Well, yeah. Three C, two C. You need to play 500... You need to play 500 basketball. <laughs> and with the new playing games, you need to play 500 basketball to get in the playoffs. And that's really You would think, but you know, somehow the Timberwolves still can't do anything about it. But I'm just saying, I'll be interested to see how the Suns fare, this being their for the Suns' first playoff, you know, appearance in years. I'm conflicted because I want the Lakers to do well, but I also want Chris Paul to do well. I want Chris Paul, even though he's in the Suns and our, our brethren Sam Hyde elsewhere is rooting, rooting for rooting for them harder. I guess hard enough. Harder for all than three any, of us. Harder than anyone in the Midwest should be rooting for the Phoenix Suns. Yes, <laughs> but I do want Chris Paul to get his because he's pretty pretty awesome. I, especially OKC, what he did for the. Class act, man. Class act. <laughs> All right. How? Why is okay? I'm gonna ask a question. Why don't I feel scared of the Jazz? Why do you not feel like? Come on, think about it. Like, if you're any one of these teams, wouldn't you rather be playing the Jazz? Um, 
And Luke Reshep is going to fucking love this because the Jazz the one seed right now. And I'm just not afraid of them. I think they're going to lose. I know. I know. I'm just – how I feel. I, I think it's because – Rudy Gobert can't we, play a one through five? I, I think it's because we've seen the Jazz at, like, at, super streaky? at the four or five Donna spot. Mitchell's hurt? It's true. I th- all, all Joe Ingles is probably gonna is late to pick up his kids from soccer practice. I know. All true thing, but I think we've seen them in the four. We've seen them in the underdog role before with this squad, and they and they lost. They've lost some and they've won some, but they haven't been. But this is the first time where they've been up. At, they've been a the higher seed in any of their matchups. I think. So, or at least a significant high seed, and they've been the best team the entire season, and they came out on fire, and they've been playing defense, and they had the best point differential. You know, like there's the analytics. Yeah, an- analytics love it. But yeah, I, I, I agree. It's like there's no, like, the Jazz don't scream to me like Jazz are kind of the ones you that the Hawks were in the. 2010 range. Like those Hawks teams, four straight player of the months in the Eastern Conference, four all stars, number one record in the NBA, shit on in four games by LeBron and out in the playoffs. Kind of feel like that. Granted, I think Donovan Mitchell is a better and better star than anyone on that team was, but you get the same feeling that that Hawks team did. Is that like, like, yes, they're good. That, this team that kind of limped its way, who's got a star on it, could probably knock them out pretty quickly. Honestly, the one – I think it comes down to the coach. I think it comes down to how the, the team is led, who's the leader on the team, who's going to be the one who brings them – like, who focuses them. Quinn Snyder. A lot of good coaches in the Western Conference. Coach. There's a lot of good but coaches. I would say the same thing about Mike Spunholzer. Like, dude's a good coach, but is he a playoff coach? I don't think we know that about um, Snyder yet. That's exactly. I mean, we know that about. We know we last three years we have seen what you get from Boonholzer in the regular season. We've seen what happened in the playoffs. Well, you remember, we haven't seen Quinn Snyder put in this position with the Jazz yet. All right, how about this? Two years, maybe two or three years ago, Donovan Mitchell's rookie season when they played the Rockets, I believe. Did they escape the first? Or was round? it OKC? They've played OKC and they've played the Rockets each in the first round. I, I forget which okay, year Okay, I think then it was OKC that they beat. So the Jazz have won one playoff game that we know of. Or a series, yes. A series. Yeah, they have won a series. That would have been... That was the Russell Westbrook. That, that, that was the Russell Westbrook first average in triple-double year. His MVP season. Yes. That, yes, that was that season. Season before Paul George, right? Yes. 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 Okay. So, uh, I don't know. I think it could get bounced. It could get bounced first round. I, could, I, can, I can easily see the Lakers beating them, and I can see the Golden State Warriors beating them. I'm going to say no on the Warriors just because. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not. I honestly no, no. I mean, I, I, I just mean, keep picturing I mean, Rudy Gobert I mean, in a blender. I mean, Donovan Donovan Mitchell needs to come out and be ice cold, and Curry needs to average forty a game, which is completely possible given how Curry's playing. That Donovan Mitchell hasn't played basketball in over a month. Or they do a switch on to Rudy Gobert. Completely possible. Um, yeah, they're going to do a lot. They're going to do a lot of switching. Yeah. Right, Draymond's going to be defending Donovan Mitchell quite a bit. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I could see them getting bounced in the first round. Um, if they come out of the first round, I mean, do they do they make the second? If they come out of the first, they play what the winner of the three six matchup, right? I believe so. Okay, yes. so Portland Nuggets. I mean, we've seen some great series between the Nuggets and the Jazz. I almost want to see the Nuggets and Jazz series again because that was such a good series last year. Um, another back, another three-one deficit blown, right? And then the, I think the Nuggets are going to have a revenge tour here. Is that what's going to happen? Nuggets are going to be like, all right, fuck you, we, we lost last time. We're going to we're going to bring you this time. And then they're going to be like, oh, we're going against the uh, Jazz. Well, we almost lost to you guys last time. And this could be interesting for the Nuggets if they do really, really well. Then it's like 
and Michael Porter Jr. like shines, and it's like he has to. Okay, th- yeah, he I agree, he has to. But then it's like, okay, we played eighty percent of the season one way with Jamal Murray, and then now Michael Porter Jr. is thrown in a bigger role, and now we play completely different kind of basketball with him. We know him, Jamal Murray. So then it's like. How do we incorporate that back? And are we immediately going back to the Jamal Murray style of play? Or are we going to stick with Michael Porter Jr.? A little bit more. I mean, I think it's going to be a piecemeal effort because Jamal Murray was great for a lot of things. I think Jamal Murray can do that, but can Michael Porter Jr. do that? He seems like he's a, you, a stubborn guy. You ask a lot of him to do – okay, you can't ask him to do a lot more than what he's doing right now, and I don't think they have. I think they've been slowly working him up on his touches, on his – uh, designated plays that they run for him and his triple handoffs, all these. They're prepping him to, to unleash. But then I think they also need Aaron Gordon. They're going to ask a little oh bit more. Oh my God, I, for, well. I forgot he was on the team. I know. I know. They literally use him so sparingly. If they do need to call on him, I'm curious to see how he does. He's been to the playoffs before. He's been a couple times. I mean, he, he's, yeah, he's, he's gotten bounced in the first round a couple times. Yeah. He's he's been bounced. He's been bounced a couple times. Cool. So I'm. Um, I totally forgot he was even on this roster. They're not. I mean, they've done pretty well in their last ten. They're six and four, so not great. But a, a couple of the ones at the end, they weren't really trying. They were just like, yeah, we're fine. They gotta get. They have to get Will Barton back. I'm not sure what his timeline is, but they they need some guard play because it is not. Oh, it, well, that no, that's. That's their four. He's third on the death chart. Michael Green plays over him at the power forward. Will Barton's at their shooting guard. They'll have a lot of guard or playmaking, really, at there. Uh, but again, you have Jokic, right? The team runs through Jokic. He, 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 yeah. he's, he, he's not bad. Don't get me wrong. He's not bad, but... It's, I think not having Jamal Murray definitely blew Monte, just blows your uh, ceiling. Morris. Morris is on that team. Hmm. Meh. Cool. All right, I'm gonna ask a question. I'll give you an answer. Which one, two, and your three in the West? Like, who are my? Who do I think are the best teams? One, two, and three. Favorite to win to. Oh, win the fav- favorite to win it all. Okay. One, two, um, three. In that particular order. Yes. Lakers, Clippers, Lakers, Clippers, Jazz. I'm glad you said the Jazz because I was feeling really bad about not. I was like, they're, they've done so much, but I still just don't feel. They should get some credit. They should, but I don't think they're going to make it. Yeah. I have the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Nuggets. And I like the Nuggets only because they've got a somewhat – Doable path to the playoffs. I think every team that they're facing, they can completely beat with the, the squad that they have. If they had Jamal Murray, no question, they're going to the Western Conference Finals. But now I think they have the, the, the best chance. Anyway, same question about the East. Uh, Nets, Philadelphia, Milwaukee. I have that, but the 76ers above. The net. So you have it as it stands right now. You have Sixers, Nets, Bucks. So as it as it stands, I do. I have Sixers. Yeah, and then it, if it matters, it doesn't. The Heat. But I, I agree. I agree. Looking at everyone, the Heat are the, in my opinion, the clear next team. Even though they're the sixth seed, they're playing better basketball than the Hawks and the Knicks are, um, who are ahead of them. But I agree that the Heat would be the four, and I a first round matchup. I think that is the matchup to watch. Is the Heat Bucks? I think we we already. On it. So excited! But it's the rematch from last year where the Heat. He, I mean, he he peaked at the right time last year. There is no doubt about that. And I, no, I and the way the Bucks played in the bubble last year, leading up, I was like, eh, this might not be good, and it wasn't. Completely different roster. You've argued that you weren't sure about the roster. Sam and I, well, it, we think it's built for the playoffs a little more than the other season. And you know, we're gonna find out. How confident are you we're in that decision? Because I'm, I'm still feeling fine about they, my prediction. They blew out the Heat last night or two nights ago. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll see. I, I think, I think, I think for Holiday, 
is on, I think they're going to shorten the roster. Yeah, Hopefully, they, 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 they need to shorten the roster. Um, and I think the Drew Holiday impact. It's it, he's got the play. He's got equal to equal play of experience as Bledsoe does. He's a better shooter. He's I think he's better on every aspect of the game than Drew than than Eric Bledsoe is. Yeah, it's Drew Holiday. Whether that is the X factor gets him over the hump, I don't know. But I think they, I think it's going to take more than just Drew Holiday's plus Defensive over. Yeah, I, I, it's, going to, it's going to take more than Drew Holiday's the gap he had over Bledsoe for this team to do well. You need Chris Middleton to show up and stay showed up in the playoffs. You need Giannis to make his free throws. You're going to need Dante DiVincenzo to give you good minutes. I think Bobby Portis has the potential to give you good minutes. He has this season. He's getting equal. Bryn Forbes, trash. You don't have to be great. There's Trash. A, there's, a lot of, there's, a, there's a lot of rosters. You look at the playoffs. You look fine. at their bench, and it's the next bench. Trash. Yeah, it's fine. No, you got it. You got. Sometimes you got to make work with what you got. The Phoenix Suns. They're not trash, but and Sam will be like, "Oh, they're so deep. Like they're okay." But Arch isn't like this sixth man of the year. Like Sam thinks he is. But he's the back end of their bench. I would put Sarge over Bobby Portis. I disagree. Bobby Porch is shooting like 45% from three this season. Yeah, but I mean, that's the, the scheme that the Bucks run, I'm not super surprised. He's one of the lower ones on the total. He's probably getting some pretty open looks. Regardless, the Bucks, are they going to beat the Heat? I think so. I, I think. In what? Uh, probably six. <laughs> six? Mm hmm. Okay. I mean, you know, Oladipo's hurt. Yeah. He's out for the season. They weren't really relying um, on him too much. They were relying on, I think, no, funny enough. Yeah, no more Jay Crowder. Not even Jay Crowder. Kelly Olenek. He, he's gone. I know. Which is funny to say because he's gone. Knew. Project, another year older. They still can't decide whether or not they're going to rely on Kendrick Nunn or not. It's They did also have a Don's Hasm play some minutes. Hilarious. <laughs> Three minutes, two for two on field goals. You text an ejection. You love to see it. You love it. It was a, it was I, a throwback. It was a weak ejection, in my opinion. Oh yeah. And I mean, yeah, unless that was his second technical when he shoved, quite then I get it. But it's like if you gave him one, two right there, oh come. On. No, it was it was a. It was yeah, a, He got one, and then that was his, that was his second. If but, it was one, two right there, that, that was weak. No, that was weak. There's been some weak calls this year, and I wouldn't I wouldn't blame the NBA. I mean, I would blame him. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised for the, if the NBA did that, but they actually did get it somewhere right. Regardless, yeah. So, yeah, so we brought up the point. Um, the, so the CDC just came out and said that if uh, if you're double vaxxed, you don't have to wear a mask anymore. Why is that relevant? What if these players show up? First game of an intensive series, and all of a sudden, there's 45,000 people in the building. I don't know. Stadiums, teams, depending on their state and their organizational decisions, have let a couple thousand in. But there's potential here, God knows when, we could see significant crowds in in these in these arenas for the playoffs. Which, again, is something that they haven't played in in well over a year. What literally... The chain from going to having fans, not having fans in the bubble last year, Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray to skyrocketing heights. It was ridiculous. Those dudes were both like A1 players for the, the first matchup, and then all of a sudden everyone else figured it out and it was fine. But honestly, it is a unbelievable change to go from no fans People yelling at you, screaming at you, just absolutely around. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a bloodbath if they let people in. <laughs> Honestly, like I don't think people are gonna know how to act. Especially in Utah, they've been known to. Uh, Utah, they've been, they've been, the Mormons have been known to get rowdy during yeah, the games. Freaking, they must be thinking stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm I'm excited. Have some playoff, some playoff basketball. Not that you know. All of these matchups, honestly, I'm, yeah. we're so blessed, so blessed right now. We're gonna get some condensed basketball because it's been in a, a shortened year, but I think the quality of it has been leading to the 
playoffs. I said the, the playoffs are going to be normal spacing and scheduling, right? Between games, I would assume. I think so. I think they're doing like, and then next season. So I we'll, think they're still ending a little late. Okay, and then yeah, they'll end a little late, but then next season will start just a little, little later than normal, but earlier than we did this past year. I think to get I think, the right number of yes, games. Yes, I, I, I think we're we're slowly coming back to norm. Um, now we'll see if they make any changes in general. Like, look at the NFL. This past year, because of COVID, they got rid of all the preseason games, and I think that might be here to stay. Like, so we'll see if there's any changes that that happen, that have happened, that end up just becoming normal practice in the league. You never know. I mean, they had less play. They had less preseason games this year. I don't. I know the NFL like hates preseason games. Not sure what the NBA's general stance is on all of them. Um, but it should be interesting at the very least. I, I think we're going to get to good basketball. I think we're uh, going for a treat. I'm uh, I could be happy, really. <laughs> I just start, start, start playing. Starts, starts tomorrow. tomorrow. Starts tomorrow. Starts tomorrow. Playing game. I think it's uh, I think it's Grizzly Spurs tomorrow. No, tomorrow is Charlotte, Indiana. So during the Eastern Conference, oh, both are tomorrow. Charlotte, Indiana, Washington, Boston are tomorrow, and then that what makes time is Washington, Boston. Nine. Oh, I'm still watching. Um, which which means the Western Conference teams will be Wednesday, and then we will have our field of sixteen. Oy. And from there, the madness begins. You got any worth mentioning? I uh. I don't really have any. It's kind of been a while. <laughs> it has been. It has been. I'm going to go with... Um, What's he doing these days? The, oh, I'm sorry. Tony Snell. On, my, on, on, the, on the Hawks now. On the Hawks now. Just had a 50-50-90 season. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, the 50-50-100 season. He just had a 50-50-100% season. The first ever. So he shot 50% from the field, 50% from three, and 100% from the free throw line. Never been done before. Really? Yeah. Which is... As I know Kyrie just added that he became the 10th player to do the 50-50-90. The Kyrie is the first to do a 50-40-90. Or, yes, he is the ninth to do 50-40-90. Yeah. Which I think the last person was... Brogdon? Maybe? Uh, I think Middleton, I thought. No, Middleton never got it. I looked up the list oh, earlier, and I was... I, 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 we talk about him as a... He's close. As a 50-40-90 guy. But I'm not sure if he is. Gosh, Tony Snow has missed a free throw since 2019. Right. Like just two. I mean, granted, you know, does he play a lot of minutes? Does he get fouled a lot? No, he's probably gone to the free throw line in two years about the same amount of times that LeBron goes. LeBron should go to the free throw line in like three weeks worth of games. Or at the same, the, he probably has shot as many free throws in the last two years as Harden shot in five games. So if you pick the right games of Harden, he shoots over 100 free throws in five games. <laughs> oh, Mr. Westbrook, Mr. Westbrook, my man. He's not a 50-40-90 guy. No, 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 no. I was going to say, there's no way he ever got that well. Well, it, it, No, he's talking about a triple-double record. He's doing From, some other accolades. He's putting up some stats, you know, yeah? Like, another another year-average triple-double and passed, Four out of five. passed the big O on uh, most triple-doubles of all 182. time. 182. It was a big year. Big year. I think, with especially with Washington, who are currently in the playoffs. They're in the playing game. There's a possibility that they make the playoffs here. I think that says quite a bit. And uh, yeah. go Russ. That's, uh, that's my guy. I can finally let, uh, let the other guys get some boards. <laughs> hey, the definition of a rebound is chasing the basketball. What do you want? Just take it. He's out there throwing bows to get uh, the board. Enthusiastic. It's enthusiastic. I mean, we got to say the. We, I mean, as much as you can, you can bash on Russ for doing that. You got to, you got to applaud at least the effort to do that every night. Even if he was like stat seeking, like he, that's t- still a hundred and some odd times that he did that. He is still stat seeking for to this day. To this day, he 
He still I wonder, I wonder how many more rebounds Steven Adams have in his career if he never played with Russell Westbrook. It's probably a lot. <laughs> Steven Adams is a team basketball player. Nobody's ever questioned his ability to rebound the ball. I will say that as well. That's true. That's true. But that's all I got. That's all I got as well. Well, the next time we will join you, we will be after the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, well, we'll make it a point to actually get, get another recording in instead of waiting two months. I think it was the same. It was holding us back. I agree. I agree. Here, he <laughs> leaves, and you look at us. Look at us doing a podcast. Yeah, Do you ever think we'd be here? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That'll do it from us. Peace.